Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about acute kidney injury. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash AKI or in the renal section of the second edition of the Zero to Finals medicine book. And you can find flashcards and questions to train your knowledge on this content and help you remember the information longer at members.zerotofinals.com. So let's get straight into it. Acute kidney injury, or AKI, refers to a rapid drop in the kidney function, diagnosed by measuring the serum creatinine. Acute kidney injury is most common in acutely unwell patients, for example patients with infections or following surgery. The NICE guidelines from 2019 give criteria for diagnosing an acute kidney injury. And these criteria are a rise in creatinine of more than 25 micromoles per liter in 48 hours, a rise of creatinine of more than 50% in 7 days, or a urine output of less than 0.5 milliliters per kilogram per hour over at least 6 hours. Let's go through the risk factors. The risk factors for acute kidney injury include older age, for example above 65 years, sepsis, chronic kidney disease, heart failure, diabetes, liver disease, cognitive impairment leading to reduced fluid intake, for example patients with dementia, medications, for example non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs or NSAIDs, gentamicin and diuretics, and radiocontrast agents, for example contrast used in CT scans. Let's go through the causes. Let's start with a Tom tip. Whenever someone asks you the causes of an acute drop in kidney function, start with the causes are pre-renal, renal or post-renal. This will impress them and allow you to think through the causes more logically. Pre-renal causes of acute kidney injury are the most common. Insufficient blood supply or hypoperfusion to the kidneys reduces the filtration of blood. This insufficient blood supply may be due to dehydration, shock, for example in sepsis or acute blood loss, or heart failure. Renal causes are due to intrinsic disease inside the kidney. This may be due to acute tubular necrosis, glomerular nephritis, acute interstitial nephritis, hemolytic uremic syndrome, and rhabdomyolysis. Post-renal causes involve obstruction to the outflow of urine away from the kidney, causing back pressure into the kidney and reduced kidney function. This is referred to as obstructive uropathy. Obstruction may be caused by kidney stones, tumours, for example retroperitoneal tumours, bladder tumours or prostate cancer, strictures to the ureters or the urethra, benign prostatic hyperplasia, which is benign enlargement of the prostate, and neurogenic bladder, where there's a loss of nerve signal to the bladder causing retention of urine. Let's talk about acute tubular necrosis. Acute tubular necrosis refers to damage and death, or necrosis, of the epithelial cells of the renal tubules. 
It's the most common intrinsic cause of acute kidney injury. Damage to the kidney cells occurs due to ischemia, due to hypoperfusion, for example, dehydration, shock, or heart failure, or due to nephrotoxins, or toxins that are harmful to the kidney, for example, gentamicin, radiocontrast agents, or cisplatin. Muddy brown casts on urinalysis confirm acute tubular necrosis. Renal tubular epithelial cells may also be seen on urinalysis. The epithelial cells of the renal tubules can regenerate and this means that acute tubular necrosis is reversible and recovery usually occurs within one to three weeks. Next let's talk about acute interstitial nephritis. Acute interstitial nephritis is a common cause of acute kidney injury. It involves acute inflammation of the interstitium, which is the space between the tubules and the vessels in the kidney. This inflammation is caused by an immune reaction associated with drugs, for example, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs or antibiotics, infections, for example, E. coli or HIV, or autoimmune conditions, for example, sarcoidosis or systemic lupus erythematosus. Other features of acute interstitial nephritis can accompany the acute kidney injury. Specifically, the features can include rash, fever, flank pain, and eosinophilia, or raised eosinophil count on the full blood count. Management involves treating the underlying cause, for example, stopping the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs or treating the infection. Steroids may be used to reduce inflammation and improve recovery. Next, let's talk about the investigations used in an acute kidney injury. Urinalysis assesses for protein, blood, leukocytes, nitrites and glucose in the urine. Leukocytes and nitrites suggest infection. Protein and blood suggest acute nephritis, but they can also be positive in infection. And glucose suggests diabetes. Ultrasound of the urinary tract can be used to assess for obstruction when a post-renal cause of acute kidney injury is suspected. Next, let's talk about management. Acute kidney injury is often preventable by avoiding nephrotoxic medications where appropriate, ensuring an adequate fluid intake, including IV fluids if the oral intake is inadequate, and additional fluids can be used before and after radiocontrast agents to prevent an acute kidney injury in patients having scans. Treating an acute kidney injury involves reversing the underlying cause and supportive management, for example, intravenous fluids to treat dehydration and hypovolemia, withholding medications that may worsen the condition, for example, NSAIDs and ACE inhibitors, withholding or adjusting medications that may accumulate with reduced renal function, for example, metformin and opiates, relieving the obstruction in a post-renal acute kidney injury, for example, inserting a catheter in a patient with prostatic hyperplasia or an enlarged prostate, and dialysis may be required in severe cases.
Input from a renal specialist is required where there's a severe acute kidney injury, doubt about the cause or complications. A Tom tip for you, calling ACE inhibitors nephrotoxic is incorrect. ACE inhibitors should be stopped in an acute kidney injury as they reduce the filtration pressure. However, ACE inhibitors have a protective effect on the kidneys long term. They're offered to certain patients with hypertension, diabetes and chronic kidney disease to protect the kidneys from further damage. Finally, let's go through the complications. The complications of acute kidney injury are fluid overload, heart failure and pulmonary edema, hyperkalemia or raised potassium, metabolic acidosis and uremia, which is a high urea level which can lead to encephalopathy and pericarditis. So thanks for listening to this episode on acute kidney injury. At this point, I recommend heading over to members.zerotofinals.com to test yourself on the information we've just been through and see whether you've retained information and how much you've missed. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast and I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about chronic kidney disease.